Testing, testing, one, two, three. You're listening to Draft the Universe on... The BBC. Hello, this is Benjamin Curley with The BBC. News today. In the bunker, there is a draft. We can't get out of the bunker, so that is all the news we have. This has been BBC Bunker. From this day to the ending of the world, but we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of podcasters. For he today that podcasts with me shall be my brother, be he ne'er so vile. This day shall gentle his condition, and gentlemen out of the bunker now abed shall think themselves accursed they were not here, and hold their manhoods cheap. While any speaks, that fought with us on this draft day. the fifth i am henry the fifth i am i am i got married to the widow next door she's been married seven times before and everyone was a henry she wouldn't have a willie or a sam i'm a right or fifth old shit i'm henry henry the fifth i am i am see i was hoping that you would in real time correct the details to match henry the fifth well, there's only the one. But the song is about Henry VIII. It's not. Henry VIII had six wives and did not marry somebody who had married seven Henrys. Wait, so... No, it is not Henry the... The song is not Henry V. No, it's Henry VIII, but it is not about Henry VIII. It's about Henry V? No, it's about some guy who married somebody with a Henry fetish. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. <laughs> this is the nerd fight. <laughs> You're going to have to start that one over. <laughs> it's better when we keep the interruptions in because it makes it feel organic and like we're having fun during this podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Jafer. And I'm Ben. Podcast this is, this nerd, is fight, nerd, nerd fight. Nerd fight battle I'm your third co-host. I'm Bannery. <laughs> Bannery the host. I am. I am. <laughs> now you can't cut out the song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Christopher the weirdest boy. <laughs> I don't sing. It's my role on the podcast. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So British stuff. Uh, chip chip. Core blimey. Yeah. <laughs> Slang. So we're here today to draft our favorite British things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That is uh the topic at hand. That's a fucking great idea, is what I think it is. I cannot do a good accent, and I realized <laughs> that I thought this would be fun and funny, and now I'm realizing it's just going to be sad with me talking. <laughs> there's there's a lot of different options for British, yeah. and if okay. you if you just 
get get anything done consistently, right? It doesn't even matter if it's real. None of our listeners are actually from Britain. A couple. I was just looking at as the long stats. as you're not fucking Welsh. A I'm couple. bringing it back. <laughs> I'm bringing back our feud with the Welsh. So, uh, for instance, the uh, affectation that I am uh, uh, put on right now. You just got to replace anything that ends in an ing with ink instead. So I'm thinking of uh, some draft picks. I can't do it either. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad Vinnie Jones. I held it together for like the 10 seconds necessary to sound better than you in the beginning of this. And now it's gone. Man, Vinnie okay. Jones is the best. Who the fuck is Vinnie Jones? He's an actor. He's uh, a fucking wanker, ain't he? Uh, no, he's a very scary man. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's probably going to find you now, Chris. Uh, I mean, if he does, maybe he can get us out of the bunker. Vinnie yeah. Jones, please save us. Who is... Vinny Jones again. Have you seen... Uh, it doesn't matter! Sorry. That's, that's The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Samoan, not British. Yes, but The Rock was also a film featuring Sean Connery, who was from the United Kingdom. Uh, Which is also yeah. not British. I mean, the United yeah, Kingdom I mean, has Britain. Uh, okay, we'll we'll get into that. That's why yeah, I I'm said... Gonna, I'm gonna go United. ahead and throw out right now Scottish things and Irish things off the table. I don't know. They're, they're, are there things more British... Than imposing your will on Scotland and Ireland. <laughs> no, those are the most British things, and you can draft those things. It's true. Hold but on. you can't draft our Scottish and Irish things. Okay, so I know this is going to sound like a diss. Is Wales a real country? Yes. Yes. Wales is a separate country. Well, was okay. a separate country? Is. Is a separate country. Where is Wales? Wales, okay. West of so, London. The, uh, the island of Britain... Half Scotland. the world is fucking west of London. Yeah. It's on the is, same island. Scotland is up here. Yes. Wales is over here pointing at Ireland. So is this chunk here? Yep. Okay. It's why, like the size of Rhode why Island. Is it, why is it pointing at Ireland? Because, well, that's just is that geography. Where, is that where it wants to go? No. Well, there is, well a, there is a bit of the coast that looks like a man in a hat pointing at, at uh, the southern coast of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a hat? Uh... Like a wizard hat? More like a fedora or trilby. Okay. Interesting. It, it's a it's a real geological feature. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited. I love British stuff. Yeah. My wife teaches Brit Lit, uh, which is why I felt uh, moved to do the speech from Henry V. Brit Lit is, of course, uh, works of English literature that have been endorsed by Britney Spears Book Club. Yeah. Yeah. See. When you make a joke that matches Ben's general style, he treats it as though you just said the most natural thing in the world. Well, yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's a book by a girl named Lucky. All right. That, sorry, that joke was toxic. Uh, Oops. Time to get back ben to work, bitch. did it again. <laughs> he punned with your heart. Got lost in the pain. Suppose I could have gone for a more well-known Britney song there. <laughs> then, oops, I did it again. No, no, I, I, I made a work bitch one in there, which is also a Britney Spears song. Ah, Sorry, but... I'm just, I'm a slave for references. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, I'm tapped. Yeah, I think, I think you guys should leave Britney alone. <laughs> 
I, I'm what really happy name? with that run right there. Okay. Yeah, that was a good um, run. Good no, run. We were all in the same in a in a rare display of unity on this podcast. We were all on the same boat <laughs> for exactly as long as it took the boat to cross the river, and we did not attempt to knock each other out of the boat. Yeah, we're kind of like a team, a group, Mouseketeers even. I would I would say more like a team of rowers working across a certain channel, keeping in theme. Wait, the, the, Brittany was a rower. He was making um, a joke about how Brittany is, was a, is a musketeer. Musketeer. Oh yeah, she was a musketeer, wasn't she? Yeah. 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 Forget about that. Not <laughs> not not quite as famous as uh, you know Daffy D'Artagnan, but was Daffy D'Artagnan? I have no idea. I don't even. I think... I assumed Mickey would have been D'Artagnan. I, I don't but... think Daffy Duck is a, is a Disney character. No, he's not. That's yeah. Donald Duck. Yeah. Sorry, Donald D'Artagnan. Because they did do a Disney Three Musketeers, which I have, like, not the live-action one. They did an animated one with oh. Mickey and Donald and Goofy. Oh, that's how we got Kingdom Hearts. And I have <laughs> no idea how they make the plot of the Three Musketeers <laughs> animated Disney-ified. Because right. it's, it's weird. <laughs> I think you make something that superficially resembles an, an idiot's understanding of what the Three Musketeers is about, and you throw everything else out. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's get into it. Right? Go for it, Chris. The Three Musketeers are You French. got first pick. I got first... <laughs> I got first pick. I did. You, you, you do. Oh, God blimey. It's a lot of pressure. I'm um, so sorry for anybody who is actually British. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what you have to take. I know what I have to take. <laughs> you, There's only one option for first pick for you. It's literally locked in already. I know that in taking this one, I might be giving up on a handful of other things. And my list is pretty slim, so I don't know <laughs> if I can stand it. But if I don't take um, the greatest band ever... Uh, I, no, that's not what I was actually referring to. But what? yes, I mean, great first pick. Don't get me wrong. I just thought you were going to go with a certain chimney beige. Oh, oh. oh. Certain order of the British Empire? Yeah. Oh, shit. I... <laughs> you can I, leave him. If I don't take him, can we just like... Can he be the patron saint of this draft and we no. nobody takes him? <laughs> like that time with Wagon Wheel? No, because we know how that ended. Chris took Wagon Wheel. <laughs> no, I took Oh, no, wagon you took Wagon Wheel. I took yeah. Wagon Wheel. Yeah, so you betrayed the move. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, well, now, Chris, you well, can't now. take Blue. Do what's in your heart. <sighs> well, uh, like Ed Sullivan... I'm going to welcome onto this show the Beatles. All right. All right. I was really sure Chris was going to spice up his picks. Is that a is that what you're taking, Ben? What? People of the world? Every boy and every girl? Oh, okay. Wow. I'm not actually taking the Spice Girls. That's a nice tangent. I mean, I think that you could get a lot of Dune-related humor out of that particular one. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Prescient visions of Dune. Play the stinger. 
Prescient Visions. I'm not in the mood. Not in the mood. Mood's a thing for cattle and love play, not fighting. Not in the mood for details. Now you listen to me. Details, and I want them right now. I don't have a job. I have no place to go. You're not in the mood? Well, you get in the mood. Prescient Visions. Of Dune. Okay, so, so Prescient Visions of Dune, did you hear the Dune news from yesterday? There's so much Dune news, guys, and we haven't done one in quite some time. So welcome to Prescient Visions of Dune. My name is Chris. I'm Ben. Is, I'm Jafar. And this is the only podcast within a podcast on our podcast. Um, there is so much Dune news going on right now. There, there was huge Dune news yesterday. Huge I don't know if you saw news. it yet. Literally there's, yesterday. Okay, so we'll, we'll start off with, uh, okay. with the most exciting one. Dune uh, will be coming out in 2020. Yeah. Um, I would argue that's not the most exciting news. Oh, no, I'm working up. I'm working, okay. working my way up. Yeah, you don't lead with the, the biggest, um, juiciest bit of spice. Uh, we, I mean, we've got some, we've got some confirmed or, or like rumored confirmed casting for Fade Routha, but that's not terribly uh, impressive. Um, Dennis Villeneuve, Villeneuve, Villeneuve. I love how our inability to pronounce his name has turned into a recurring bit on yep. this uh, yeah. podcast within a podcast. It's a very pretty name, I'm sure. Um, has announced that he will be making a TV show in the universe of his of his Dune uh, film based on the Bene Gesserit called Dune the Sisterhood. And I am so fucking pumped about that. But that's not even the most important bit of Dune news. Well, if they take week. control of you, you <laughs> will be fucking pumped. Oh, yes. And then you die. No. And, and I'm going to see if... did. Or we're still on, on track, right, for thinking about which one is the most important one. Uh, no, no, I, I thought it was the TV show. The most important news is that in, um, oh shit, I'm gonna have to look up where it is. Hold on. Also, Javer, uh, while he's looking it up, have you finished Dune yet? I have not. Okay, because you need to finish it. So I, I, I have been working on the quiz, <laughs> Oxhotterock, <laughs> and I, we need to do that. Okay. So in Tacoma, um... A very special new park has opened. Tacoma, of course, is the uh, hometown of Frank Herbert, author of the Dune universe. The Dune Peninsula and Frank Herbert Trail is opening next month. That is a park based on Dune. Is this a theme park or just a park? It's a park. Okay. I don't even know if it has dunes in it. I'm assuming it does. I mean, Tacoma, Washington, That's I, I'd assume it's more temperate. But who knows? One day we'll find out. Yeah. It's also probably coastal. Um, it looks like it is coastal, in fact. Um, who knows? Regardless, there is a park where I can go hiking and make dune references, and it will be perfectly natural. I don't know. Trees, all that water. Sounds more like Kaladin than dune to me. I am so happy. <laughs> <laughs> is this... This is this is what it feels like, right? Whenever I make a super awesome Star Trek reference, yes, right, or a wrestling reference, yes, <laughs> yes. <sighs> this has been Prescient Visions of Dune. Okay, and it's to your pick, Ben. Well, I feel like we did not address the fact that Chris ch- took the Beatles. The yeah, Beatles okay. are great. The um, Beatles. Yeah, we we can take a minute to gush about how freaking awesome the Beatles are. We can. I can't wait. To talk more about the Beatles next week. Yeah, I have seen Paul McCartney in. Uh... <laughs> I have seen Paul McCartney in concert live. He is great. I am again 
Chris is the weird one, but I do things weird. I am one of the few people, I'm guessing it is a very small number of people. I was a Ringo Starr fan before I was a Beatles fan, because I had an album from the Ringo Starr and the All-Star Band, uh, Time Takes Time, yeah. and I loved that as a kid, and then later I found out there was this thing called the Beatles, and I'm like, oh, Ringo's Band, and everybody's like, no! What the fuck is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> Boy, get over here. (laughs) Exactly what that felt like. And I love the Beatles. The Beatles is the first experience I had where uh, I was at the age where I realized, like, art you consumed can be of a quality. (laughs) Like, there's an age where you don't care what, like, movie is on. You're watching it because it's a movie. And then you hit the point where it's like, oh, this is bad. And I had my first moment where I realized something is good listening to Eleanor Rigby. Ah, uh, uh, yes. The first Beatles album I actually listened to, um, take a guess, because you're not going to get it. One? That's a, I mean, that's a, that's a good guess. Okay, the fact that you said I'm not going to get it is saying, I'm going to go with Anthology Volume 1. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a good guess, no. Um, anthology Volume 2? Nope. <laughs> Yellow Submarine? No, but close. Okay. Think in the same vein. Uh, same vein as... The Bee Gees Sgt. Pepper album? No. Oh, that would be you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, Magical Mystery Tour. Ah. Okay. Which is a really strange album in terms of the Beatles. It doesn't have a lot of, like, great... Singles? Singles. Um, yeah. Most of the songs on it are, like, well-known... But they weren't, like, single material. You've got, like, Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane, I think, yeah. on it. Um, but it's a weird album. Oh, it is. Um, yeah. So that was my first album. Many thanks, of course, to my mother, Mary. My mom's first name is Mary. Mm-hmm. And so every time I've heard Let It Be, it's been a very personal experience. Yeah. Um, uh, for introducing me to, to the Beatles uh, and opening my mind to all of that wonderful British... Uh, Lyricism. Well, that is that is great. I I fucking love the Beatles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you mean you fucking love the Beatles? I mean, I fucking love the Beatles. They're great. <laughs> I was going more Liverpool. Sugar Plum Fairy. Sugar great. Plum Fairy. They're really good band. Okay. Well, you took the Beatles. That was definitely on my list. Of uh, the greatest British things. Cool. So you're taking the stones? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not taking the stones. The who? Uh, not even the guess who. Uh, no, I'm going to go with my favorite. Uh, now that uh, the the best British music has been taken off. Sure. I'm going with the best British films. Taking James Bond. Oh, nice. You know we love James Bond. We did a Bond draft. We did, yeah, we did two whole episodes dedicated. I I own all of the films. They are great. Uh, even even well, no, some of them even when they're bad, they're okay. Yeah. Um, we have argued vehemently about who the best Bond is and who the worst Bond is. It's Roger Moore, um, and yeah. I look forward to arguing more about James Bond. I could just have a podcast with you guys where I where we argue about James Bond every week. Yeah, we could we could come together and bond over James Bond. We could call the podcast James Bonding. That went half behind a TM, paywall, and TM, it pisses TM. me off. 
Oh, um, wait, wait, wait. That's, oh, that's, that's a podcast already? Yeah. Wait, Shit. Wait, you didn't know that? No, he did. He's playing a bit. <laughs> this is, I'm doing a bit right now, but we don't okay. have to. We don't. It's now that we've said it's a bit. It's kind of dead. We're recording, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're recording. Okay. I every, monitor this. I know. Every once in a while, it like scooches the view over, and it looks like there's nothing there. Um, we're fine. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm, um. No. No. There's plenty of other available titles for James Bond. Pod, uh, James Bond podcasts. I think. Uh. uh uh, James Bondage, for instance. Uh, um, I mean, that I mean, might draw an interesting audience. There is. Um, you just talk about that scene where he's on the stretching rack. Uh, yeah. We could, we could uh, pitch uh, crossovers between James Bond and Doctor Who, and call it James Pond, after Amy Pond, Ooh, the Doctor okay. Who companion. Um, we could sell out, and it could be uh, the Gold Bond podcast. Ooh, we, is it about Schwab? <laughs> that's okay. that takes too many, <laughs> takes, takes too, too many, many layers. <laughs> too many layers. Um, gold bond, medicated powder, good for your feet and your nuts. Yep, <laughs> ladies, don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a friend try it. It did not go well. Nope. No. No. All right. No, yep. So I have James Bond. Jaffer, you have two picks. We got the best British music. Yep. And one of the best. Probably the best British fictional character, one of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I, I can't believe that it made it to me. To be perfectly honest, and normally, normally I don't say that because my first pick I feel like I'm kind of safe in. And this one I didn't even write down until we sat down because I'm like, there's no way I'm getting Shakespeare. There's no way. But here we are, and I've got the Bard. Fair enough. I don't know why you uh, you you went just with Shakespeare when you could have just gone with the TV show Will, uh, the musical uh, Shakespeare TV show from two years ago, I believe. I'm unfamiliar. Oh, I'm. <laughs> Methinks Ben doth protest too much. Perhaps. Um, also, if that wasn't made in England, then whoops. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. So uh, next, I need something really british to take us into the next round and when i think of jolly old england there's only one thing i really always associate and it's something so american to associate with england that we kind of started a war about it at one point which is not really the only thing that was going on but i'm going to take tea oh okay i was okay. just like Starting two wars in China? <laughs> I, I was I was honestly going like, I don't remember the war we started with Britain over fish and chips. <laughs> it was a terrible war, though. <laughs> Can you imagine how salty <laughs> the people must have been? Oh, oh, that was rough. Chris, Ben. Tears like vinegar. Malt vinegar. Okay, That's well, those, those are two... Great picks there, Jaffer. Uh, but tea was on my list. Yeah, tea is a great, great pick. Um, it's it's especially British in that it is not British at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with well the the power of this specific pick has uh, waxed and waned. Uh, 
it is uniquely British and it has endured from from you know antiquity to today. Are you taking imperialism? I'm, well, I'm taking the British monarchy. Oh, okay. Damn it, the that queen. Was on, that was on my list too. Damn it. Okay. Uh, I <sighs> I don't fully share the uh, the modern uh, obsession with the British monarchy that some people have, where they get super super into. Oh, Megan's <laughs> Megan's pregnant, and it's like I don't care that yeah. people British people are having babies, but the the British monarchy is is. Yeah, the it's, it's been around. It's so there's so much rich history, and there are so many Damn. interesting stories, both good and bad. Whether they are the heroes or villains, mm-hmm. they're mostly they're, mostly the villain, villains. Well, it depends on who's writing. Yeah. All right, Chris, you got two. Well, I don't. I don't think we can completely get off that topic yet. Um, okay. One thing you should never let happen is let your phone start to believe that you care about the current British monarchy. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I paid attention to a couple of articles about the Queen. Probably, I just Googled some sh- some shit after watching The Crown, which is an excellent show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely watch it. Um, I was particularly uh, satisfied with the casting uh, for the next iteration of The Queen. Looks great. Looks great. Um, but now my phone thinks that I really like all of the royals. And yeah. it gives me daily updates. And the worst thing is that I have started reading some of these updates. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm all up on the dramas between Meghan Markle and the Queen. I don't even know who the fuck Meghan, Meghan Markle is. She was She's... on an okay TV show. Well, and she married uh, uh, one of Princess Di's sons. Yes. And... They just had a baby. And... Yes, I'm aware that she, she had married into the British royal family, Ben. That's the only thing I'm aware of. She's a princess. Mm-hmm. She was on Suits. Suits? Yeah. yeah. What's Suits? A TV show on USA. Characters welcome. Okay. <laughs> Our episode today brought, you, brought to you by... Um, <laughs> a British episode brought to you by the USA Network. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, oh, um, all right. Okay, I'm sorry. So, this ne- this episode brought to you by Sky TV. <laughs> um, now we're BBC Four material. Who am I kidding? We're ITV. Come yeah. on, let's let's be real with ourselves. Are we Dave? So uh, are we Dave? <laughs> oh God, are we Dave? <laughs> um, so for the last ri- yeah, last pick of the second round, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, something that is actually. Um, I would argue a precursor to the monarchy, the British monarchy. Um, Many, many years, perhaps long ago, perhaps so long ago that it didn't even happen at all. um, There once was a king who shall come again. Kind of like Jesus, but with a really sweet sword. I'm choosing King Arthur. All right. All right. And his court at Camelot. Because nobody's going to take Lancelot and Guinevere without King Arthur. And I just I mean, wanted... I mean, I, I I was wondering if you were going to go with Guinevere and draft her back to back. So I'm going to take, broadly speaking, the Arthurian legends. All right. Okay. I love... I, I mean, I drafted the Arthurian legends. Yep. Uh, um, there is a, a particularly great podcast, the name of which escapes me, which is like so shitty to do. 
Um, I think it's the um, Myths and Legends. Myths and Legends podcast. Yes. yes, it's the Myths and Legends podca- podcast that goes through in in addition to a number of like batshit crazy Eastern European folktales and, and mythology goes through the Arthurian legend bits at a time. And man, some of it is really fucking weird. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love it so much. The questing beast. Um, yeah, fucking okay. So I'm super excited to talk more about that. Um, One of my favorite stories is the the uh, white stag, mm-hmm. where it's a hunt to try and kill a deer ends up killing several knights. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's just a a fancy deer, guys. <laughs> that inspired the bunny. <laughs> All right, you got okay, one more round place? three. Round three. Um, you can just take Kira Knightley. <laughs> Tempt me not. <laughs> um, I fear that should I attempt to, she would beat me up. Oh, so <laughs> worth it. I get to meet Kira Knightley. <laughs> Save it for James Bondage. <laughs> oh man. Um, no, actually, I'm going to go with uh, for the first pick of the third round. We're gonna we're gonna bring it a little bit more contemporary. Um, and, and dare I say, controversial. Um, I'm choosing something that is the source of much expression um, in England. Uh, it is a particular um, device uh, which is largely divorced from its original meaning, um, but which British people flourish with such delicacy and creativity. Um, whoever's editing this episode, please prepare the censor bleep, because I am choosing the word Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we can censor that. Yep, you're going to censor that. And now, I'm not going to use that word. Um, I'm going to save all of that for the next episode. I am going to say a lot next episode. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, and I'm really excited, because... It's just, it's it doesn't make sense, right? This word is kind of disrespectful. Um, kind of, kind of, but they use it with such love and with with such bravado. <laughs> it's it's just bloody wonderful. Um, second only, I think, to wanker. Wanker is just it's just it's just fun. I'm, see, I'm more like wankers. I, I I appreciate their use of that word, but bloody wanker, just when you stop and think about it for a second, you're just like, oh no, a- have you rubbed it raw or is that what's coming out? No, that's syphilis, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. it can be either. It just happened. You have sores. It just happened back then. All right, Ben. Speaking of bloody wankers. Yep. Why don't you rub one out on the draft board? Oh, that is that is the worst thing. Uh, worst segue ever. Worst segue ever. It's the second worst thing ever said on this podcast. Okay. Well, uh, Chris, you took the Beatles. I'm gonna take uh, a step beyond that. Okay. Uh, a. It's not a band. It's a movement. And you know what? Well, it's not really even a band. I'm taking the British invasion of the United States in the War of 1812. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to be like, I already took one big part of that one. And then you were like, War of 1812. And I was like, fair enough. They burned down the White House. Hey, it wasn't the White House. It was just a White House. No, it was the White House. Well, then why is the White House still there, Ben, if they burned it down? They rebuilt it. We, re- we rebuilt things. It's kind of kind of what we did as a country for a long time. Mm. I yeah. Don't, I, don't, I don't believe this. It's been rebuilt several times. It has. Yeah, it's a thing. Jimmy Carter gutted it. It's probably going to need to be rebuilt again real soon. Yeah. After the thermonuclear warfare? I was just worried about the damage to the floorboards, but hey. Each their own. I mean, Taft lived there. Yeah, and they've rebuilt it since. That's true. Taft got stuck in a bathtub. It's true. (laughs) Uh, It might be worth it. Yeah, it might be worth just tearing it down to, like, down to the studs just to kind of get the ambiance out. Yeah. Sorry, Lincoln Bedroom. All right, so you took the British invasion of the War of 1812. Mm -hmm. Um, I have something very... Related to that is my next pick. Um, quite possibly the most British thing to not be Britain. I'm taking Canada. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love it. I figured it was safe to leave that one for now. Um, yeah, Canada. It's basically England, but not... Yeah, there's there's chunks of it overrun with French people. The Queen's on your money. Yep. So yeah, Canada, my pick, home of uh, Putin, which I, we no, thank you he's for. The, he's the president of Russia. Putin. Yeah. Teen, not tin. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> he just. Uh, if you're doxed now oh. by Russia. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know what? If the KGB has to download all of our episodes to check it, check it out, you know what? I'm happy with the numbers. <laughs> Fuck it. Maybe one of them will like it. Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> Hold on a second, though. <laughs> we, we, we graciously welcome all of our new KGB listeners. Welcome to the family. I don't know if you've seen Jingle All the Way. But it will be necessary. <laughs> um, that's kind of the key. That's our Rosetta Stone. Um, that uh, and and just '90s nostalgia. But I'm sure I'm certain that you guys know a lot about '90s nostalgia because I think it's still the '90s in in Russia. I mean, it is tracksuits. Yeah. So really, we have a lot in common with these with with our new listeners. So yeah. So welcome. Uh, come in. Stay a while. Um, Please do not abduct us in the night. Yeah, dear FBI guy listening in on to everything that I do, or NSA guy, uh, help me out, please. Gonna need it. Thanks. Um, okay, so... As long as we don't end up in a weird situation where, like, how, uh, the North Korean, uh, people really liked that Japanese, uh, director and abducted him and made, forced him to make movies. Like, if we get abducted by the KGB and they're like, make podcast. Make podcast funny, man. <laughs> I don't have any ideas. I don't have the internet here. No. We'll be in good co- company, you know? Yeah. Get to hang out with Edward Snowden. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather hang out with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Has he taken... Yeah, he played, he played Snowden, Snowden in okay. the movie Snowden. Um, yeah. All right, Jafar, your pick. Occasionally we'd be visited by John Oliver. 
That'd yeah. be cool. Oh, man, can I can I just like throw like a tiny bit of respect to a long forgotten bit on another podcast? <laughs> but Edward Snowden <laughs> off of Mabimbe. Do you remember that, Ben? I've never heard. I I haven't heard that. <laughs> Jesus, it's a good one. It's basically like Amelie. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he puts a little weird. It's just Edward Snowden, come meet me under this table. <laughs> I've actually never seen Amelie. Oh, Amelie's great. We'll watch it after Bon Cop Bad Cop. We've got so many things we need to watch after Bon Cop Bad Cop, including Bon Cop Bad Cop Two. Do what? We talked yeah. about this on pod already. Okay. <laughs> My incredulity was not for dramatic effect. <laughs> I, I don't remember. It's okay. We're 78 episodes in at this point, I think. It yeah. happens. All right. Who's next? I am. I still yep. have another pick. And I'm thinking about this one. And... I've got some... Uh, I've got some, some su- suggestions, perhaps. I, I've got a couple things on my list. I know what I want to take last. Soccer hooligans? No. Not on my list. You only had four things and you didn't get Because it's football, Ben, not soccer. The, the British invented the term soccer. They're football hooligans. And that's not what I'm taking right now. Um, no, I think... Cricket? No, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Doctor Who. It kind of gives me access to everything British... In its own way. Well, Cardiff, which is Wales. So, well, where they film. Doctor Who, where they film currently, I'll add. Doctor Who itself is obscenely British. I mean, Dad, you're not... Yeah, so... You're you're not wrong, especially with the current actor. Yeah, I just finished uh, Good Omens uh, yesterday. Oh, cool. So, I'm, I'm up on David Tennant right now. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's I, so fucking I thought good. about taking Broadchurch, but there's just no way to make it funny. No. There's no. too much there's too much child death. I did see a really uh, funny thing about Good Omens. Somebody did a write up and it's like, Good Omens is based on a book by Terry Pratchett, who died uh a few years ago after a long battle with uh Alzheimer's, comma and Neil Gaiman, and Neil Gaiman retweeted the thing. He's like, I've never been so happy for a comma in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Terry doesn't appreciate that comma. All right. Ben, your pick. Okay. We've gotten a lot of great things out of the way. I'm... There's still plenty of things. Yeah. There is, and while you've taken uh, the TV show that is the most British, Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to take the style of TV show that I find the most British. I'm taking panel shows. Okay. That's fair. Now, you could argue, is it panel shows? Is it uh, upstairs, downstairs shows? uh, Like you're upstairs downstairs or downton abbeys or is it the uh british baking shows um i think oh, i thought it was british baking shows and stuff no panel shows are stuff like qi and uh yeah qi also on the list with british bake-off well it's just more than downton abbey well no panel shows are shows where you get a panel of comedians yeah. under some vague auspices yes. of a game yes like great british bake-off 
Well, except the hosts are comedians. Yeah, but the the participants it, that is that is more of a <laughs> no. It's a it's okay. a, it's a comp- it's, cooking yeah. competition show. It's it, do you know how okay. like in That's, America they do a sports show? With... I know what the fuck a panel show is. <laughs> yes, <I'm> okay. familiar. <laughs> yeah, I I I often lose <laughs> hours of my life just watching like clips from QI or Would I Lie to You? Is the carrot in the box? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, eight out of ten cats, and eight out of ten cats does countdown, uh, which is, I think, the most British thing. They took their version of Jeopardy, staffed it with comedians, but still play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you get comedians who are just like, fuck, I don't know how to do math. <laughs> number Wang. Oh, Number Wang. Number Wang might be my favorite British TV show. <laughs> Let's rotate the board. <laughs> oh my god. The first time that I saw that, I laughed so hard. It's so good. I love Mitchell and Webb so much. Yeah. I feel bad. They kind of got screwed over. I don't know if you guys have heard this. They were the British version of Mac and PC. Yeah. But the backlash against them for selling out was so huge. And they're like, we're comedians with TV shows. Like, yeah, we do this for money. They're paying us money to be on commercials. Why are you mad? <laughs> we're comedians you think are funny who are getting paid to do more funny things. Oh, God. Who is that super good YouTube series? It's one of them. Probably David Mitchell. I believe it's David Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, it's Mitchell. Great YouTube series. Okay, Chris. It's to you. Okay. Um, so we're down uh, to the line for me. I've got two picks left. Yeah, well, yeah. And nothing else. And so I've got to literally leave nothing on the table. So for my first uh, pick, I'm going to go with something that is so British that it can only be topped by my second thing. Okay. Um, and that is... Uh, Crumbling up mummies to put them on food. (laughs) (laughs) That is, yeah. Okay. I'm so surprised that this is a thing. But of course it's a thing. Yep. And if it was a thing, it was going to be British. I am not familiar with this practice. Oh, yeah. Let me explain. It's a real... Let me explain it to you, Jafar. Please do. People got mummies... Okay. And then they crumbled them up. And then they put them on food. Yeah. The joke on Futurama where Fry eats a ancient pharaoh uh, and the professor goes, no, I wanted to eat that mummy. <laughs> that is based on a real thing. <laughs> I, why? Uh, it's the literally one of the least appetizing things I could possibly think of. <laughs> it's Victorian England. Let me having, uh, <laughs> Opulence. Having, well, no, having uh, Exotic. Uh, well, oh, what is it? Tuberculosis was considered in vogue. <laughs> <laughs> they did not care if they died. <laughs> Clearly. Let me offer you a much more comprehensive answer to why they did it, though, which is uh, <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> Why do the British do anything? <laughs> um, and for my last pick, I think this is the most British thing 
in the history of the world, right? Okay. Even more British than colonialism. Mm. This is more British than British India. Okay. Which is pretty British. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there was a it, like interflowing cultures, you know, people in India drinking tea, Britons eating curry to this day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very British. Um no, more British than any of these things is the stubborn, dogmatic, hubristic, I don't know if that's a word, hubristic? I believe so. Hubristic belief in the open polar sea that led to (laughs) the quest for the Northwest Passage, a quest which claimed many lives in search of something that did not exist. Until global warming, thank you. Yes. (laughs) It's true, though. The Northwest Passage, if you weren't aware, now exists as a viable shipping lane for about six months a year. This is uh, a a lane through the oceans um, that was sought after, which such further that entire expeditions were lost. There were two ships, the Terror and the Airbus, that disappeared into the ice and were never found again. Until until, recently. Until very recently. Until they, they disappeared... In the 1870s. Yep. And then they were found, like, last year. <laughs> and they ate them. They, they ate each other. Oh, yes. There was a lot of cannibalism involved in this quest. More cannibalism than in, in maybe any other quest. I don't know. I have to do some research on the Arthurian legends. Um, <laughs> Not, no cannibalism in those. Yeah. But regardless. Um, That's more Baba Yaga. So, mm. so yeah. Much respect to uh, Francis Crozier and, uh, uh, you know, eternal damnations to Sir Benjamin Franklin. Okay. Benjamin Franklin? Sorry, Sir John Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong Franklin. <laughs> yeah, eternal damnations to Sir John Franklin, whose inex- who's inexperience as a captain doomed both the ships. All right. Ben, you got so, one more. We've we've covered a lot of bases I've got, we've got historical, we've got TV, we've got music. We've got a little bit of literature with Shakespeare, but I'm going to go with the literary character that personifies both Brit, uh, Britain, Britishness, and the late Victorian period. Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh my god, can you imagine though? Harry Potter, but in Victorian times, and he's super smart, but he's also addicted to drugs. They're making Chris. that game? Minus the drugs? Uh, I would Probably. like to introduce you to my fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> and when did you find my dead journal? Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is, of course, uh, you can search for this on Google as uh, Sure Harry Potterlock. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm taking Sherlock Holmes. All right, on my list. Sorry, Sir Harry Potterlock Holmes. It's like a hyphenated last name. Yeah. <laughs> he lives at 221 and a half Baker Street. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <sighs> Man, Harry Potter. Harry Potter's great. It's an important part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same, I'm assuming. I mean, I reread the entire series each time the book came, a new book came yeah, out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I did a lot of that. I missed an entire road trip out west, basically, um, through the magnificent scrublands of uh, 
of the Dakotas and, and, and Nevada and reading very far apart. Yeah, it was a really long road trip. And that was because I was reading um, Order of the Phoenix the entire way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember I got I there was like a text file week of Half Blood Prince mm. that came out before the book. Mm hmm. And I had it on my PSP, and I read it there. That is, I had an ebook reader. A weird on my way PSP. to read. <laughs> yeah, and then was it? Maybe that wasn't. That might have been, Deathly Hollows, um, and then the other one of those two also leaked early by someone taking a photo of every page of the book before it was released, Yeesh. and I read that one before it came out too. Damn. Uh back in the wild west days of the internet which i dearly miss when you could just get anything before it came out without worry of repercussion um or uh enhanced security yep it's much harder these days um but who's your favorite harry potter character um so out of curiosity while we're on a tangent i'm guessing chris's is luna lovegood i would guess that too <sighs> yes yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Luna, Luna Lovegood. Ben? Luna Lovegood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Luna's great. Um, yeah. Luna's great. I always had, um, I always liked Ginny. I don't know. She just always seemed like, she's, I was, I don't know, I was kind of always expecting more, I guess. Yeah. Um, just given how much shit she had to put up with through everything. That's fair, yeah. Uh, but you know, be, she she does she does pretty well in the be, final battle. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, um, it's entirely possible that J.K. Rowling could release a tweet that completely changes everything about what you know about Ginny. Like maybe <laughs> J.K. Rowling will get drunk in you know three weeks and tell you uh, that Ginny and uh, Harry got divorced and then Ginny became a lesbian. Um, <laughs> And then, it could happen. and then she um, fought the reincarnated Voldemort and won, and then became president of the United States. I don't know. And she yeah. tweets that Harry was actually two raccoons in a trench coat the entire time. Huzzah! <laughs> two raccoons in a trench coat again. Uh, but Ginny always, uh, Ginny always makes me smile because Ginny reminds me of something else. All right. Ginny reminds me of. My uh, crush on Doctor Beverly Crusher. No, well, no, it reminds me of uh, one of my favorite vices, though. Redheads, um, gin, gin. Actually, <laughs> gin, gin is my pick. Yes, that's where this was going the entire time. <laughs> There's a lot of really excellent redheads in Britain, though. Let's just first <laughs> take, honorable mention. Take a moment. Yeah, redheads. What's up? Okay. No. Yeah, but gin. Uh, gin's my pick. Uh, not invented, invented by the British, uh, but definitely perfected. Is it? I think it needs work. Because it tastes like pine saw and taint. You just shut your mouth. I like gin. Gin is great. I don't. I'm, I don't know how you can have a country surrounded by Scotland and Ireland that both have fantastic whiskey cultures, and England does not have a whiskey distillery. Yeah, it was banned. It is... It was banned, and that's why they did it. Because just like England banned tartans, and so they spread to Scotland and Ireland, England banned whiskey, 
and it spread to Scotland and Ireland as a fuck you to the British. Yeah, but it's just like, hey, you, there's this great spirit. Okay, well, we're not going to drink that anymore because temperance. It's like, well, we're not going to be sober, so let's just drink <laughs> this shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I love gin. Fuck off. I'm looking forward to drinking. I have a handle of gin for myself for next week. Oh, boy. An entire handle. Yeah. You're going to drink an entire handle of gin next week. Over the course of the week. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. I thought you meant next week. On pod. On pod. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and also, it's a handle of Tangeray. I picked it up at the Duty Free. Nice. So, cool. Good shit. You should get you a two-gallon jug of lemonade and a one-pound box of blueberries and mix that fucker up. Yeah, that sounds good. Yep. Just don't drink the whole thing floating down the river on a tube. <laughs> that is as good as trying to kill yourself. <laughs> it is a great deal more uh, more delicious up front, but it is no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. No bueno by the time you reach the camping spot at the bottom of your canoe trip. Yeah. Um, so, uh, honorable mentions, guys? Uh, yeah. Um, I figure we can get imperialism slash colonialism out of the way. We oh, made yeah. jokes. Um, and also Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. Uh, we also made jokes. Starting uh, protracted unwinnable wars in Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, they're real. Uh, That's real British. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's not just British, though, I suppose. No. <laughs> That's anybody who wants to at some point claim to be a, a great power. It's like, well, did you start in a protracted unwinnable war in Afghanistan? And there's some people that can say yes to that, and those are all historical world powers. Yeah, it's one of those check boxes you could just want to mark off. <laughs> one of the sad point. things about the uh, the re recent reboot of the Sherlock Holmes on the BBC, they both Watsons are veterans of wars in Afghanistan. It's like, yep. oh no, <laughs> yeah, oh, we did it again, guys. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, um, world wars, both one, two, and Crimea. Mm. I am going... Eh, I wouldn't put those on Britain. No, but participating. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, the Napoleonic Wars as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Obviously, honorable mention goes to uh, the stiff upper lip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good one. Good one. Um, and of course, to the owner of the stiffest upper lip of them all. <laughs> Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wild Thornberries? I've, I've never seen the Wild Thornberries. It's great. It's fun. Flea voices a character. Oh, I'm, I'm familiar with yeah. that bit of trivia. I've just never actually, like... Um, and, of course, uh, another honorable mention, Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, if I could do it, so I would So unscrutable to me. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. tough. It's kind of like rapping. I, I know that I can't do it. Like, you know? I remember, um, are you familiar with the character Etrigan from DC Comics? He is a rhyming demon, ah, and uh, he's also a sometimes superhero, sometimes supervillain, and that's the vibe I get. Yeah, um, Guy Ritchie films. Yeah, Guy Ritchie films. Um, Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Snatch. Uh, yeah, Ridley Scott, British. Ooh, yes, yeah. very good. Um, um, the best person with a Cockney accent, Michael Caine. Yep. Which also leads us to the Batman to his Alfred, Christian Bale. That's true. Also British. Mm -hmm. In yeah. fact, that trilogy. Yeah. Pretty British. Yeah. Uh, Chris Nolan, also British. Yeah. It's a very British. Uh, you could Batman. have drafted those movies. Batman trilogy. 
Um, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, but they take place in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago-ish. Chicago-esque light. Chicago light. Chicago if it was where Boston was. Um, yeah. A very special um, honorable mention to Cricket. I have spent most of the past 10 years of my life trying to cultivate a uh, an appreciation for um, a, uh, an, a an enthusiasm for, but above all things else, a basic fundamental <laughs> understanding of cricket. And I don't got it. Um, as far as I can put it together, you have two batters, mm-hmm. but one pitcher, mm-hmm. except that the batters are on defense mm-hmm. and the pitchers are on offense. Yep. And they bowl the balls trying to knock these tiny little dominoes off the wickets, off the wickets. Mm -hmm. And if the defensive batters hit the ball Mm -hmm. out into the field, they then run back and forth. Yes. Switching positions to earn points. Yes. Um, Meanwhile, the people out in the field who are on offense. Yes. But are in the field. They get the ball and they throw it back to the pitcher. Yes. Who then does not tag them out. I don't think. No, you just have to be across the lines before the ball gets back to the pitcher or bowler. Son of a bitch. I understand cricket and I don't understand cricket. Yeah. That's a sticky wicket. Another honorable mention, uh, of course, to uh, Sir Christopher Frank Carandini Lee. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, most excellent uh, order of the British Empire. Of course. And uh, a member of the uh, chivalratic order of St. John. Yep. Yeah. Sh- chivalratic? Sh- chivalric? Chivalric. 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 Yeah. Chivalric order. Okay. Um, of course, most honorable mention to the Arch Chimbley Mage himself. Yeah. John Robert Cocker. Order of the British Empire, Chris? Order of the British order Empire, Ben. of the fucking British Empire. Um, shout out to Lord of the Rings. J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, you yes. D- you down with OBE? <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm definitely more down with OBE than I am OPP upon careful listening of that song. Fair enough. You down with OCP? Um, yeah, I like oatmeal cream pies. Okay. Yeah. They're legit. Not British, though. Presumably. No. You down with ICP? Not really. Oh. Uh, you down with PCP? I mean, Great Malenko is an underrated album, but past that. PCP? No, I'm good on the PCP. Just the once, please. No, it's no, it's it's. You need PCP, Jafar. If you, do you not have a primary care physician? Because you need a primary, <laughs> you need a primary care physician. As no, I you said, don't. Because we have the National Health Service. You down with the USSR? Because we are welcome, new listeners. <laughs> That's a throwback. KGB, you can. That's there's a tip. That's <laughs> yeah, called a that's called a throwback. When we make a reference to something we said <laughs> earlier that was funny, and then act like it's still funny. It might still be funny. It might not be. We'll find out next week, I suppose. Thanks, as always, to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. Feel free to shoot us an email at draftuniverse at gmail.co.uk. 
don't know if that'll actually get to us. No, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out later. Now yeah. you're the one taking too long, Ben. I join the conversation on Facebook.com slash DraftTheUniverse on Twitter at DraftTheVerse on either platform using the hashtag. Yep. Now fuck off, you wankers. DraftTheUniverse. We'll see you next week, Internet. get out of the bunker so that is all the news we have this has been bbc bunker <laughs> maybe bbbc no because that's how that's how they do it <laughs> if you don't want to mess up the, the bees and the c's in that because there's definitely a couple of internet <laughs> meetings for bees and c's that you, that you don't want yeah well, like barbecue bbq is one bb king you can search for BB King relatively safely at work. I never Butterfinger th- BBs? I never thought about it, but searching for BBC is hazardous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, you find out how to uh, <laughs> copy it? people onto... Shapiro destroyed by BBC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was the best headline. I, I really <sighs> liked the, the thing that was uh, Ben Sh- Shapiro... Uh, Flaunts destroying left wing, everyone else on plane horrified. <laughs> <laughs> All right.